Chapter forty five of Jerusalem to Revelations A Quartet of Spiritual Experience by William Blake and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. The Chapters of Coming Forth by Day. Chapter one hundred and eighty-three from the papyrus of hu nefer vignette a the deceased and his wife standing with hands raised in adoration b thoth ibis-headed standing upright and presenting symbols of strength and life a text the Osiris, Hur-Nefer, the overseer of the palace of the lord of the two lands, triumphant, praiseth Osiris, and acclaimeth him, and doeth homage unto Unnefer, and boweth to the ground before the lord of Tartichset, and exalteth those who are upon his sand, saying, I have come unto thee, O son of Nut, Osiris, prince of everlastingness. I am in the following of the god Thoth, and I have rejoiced at everything which he hath done for thee. He hath brought unto thee sweet air for thy nose, and life and strength to thy beautiful face, and the north wind which cometh forth from Tem for thy nostrils, O Lord of Tartacheset. He hath made the god Shu to shine upon thy body. He hath illumined thy path with rays of splendour. He hath destroyed for thee all the evil defects which belong to thy members by the magical power of the words of his utterance. He hath made the two Horus brethren to be at peace for thee. He hath destroyed the storm-wind and the hurricane. He hath made the two combatants to be gracious unto thee, and the two lands to be at peace before thee. He hath put away the wrath which was in their hearts, and each hath become reconciled unto his brother. Thy son Horus is triumphant in the presence of the whole company of the gods, the sovereignty over the world hath been given unto him, and his dominion is in the uttermost parts of the earth. The throne of the god Seb hath been adjudged unto him, along with the rank which hath been founded by the god Temu, and which hath been established by decrees in the chamber of books, and hath been inscribed upon an iron tablet, according to the command of thy father, Tanen, when he sat upon the great throne. He hath set his brother upon that which the god Shu beareth up, to stretch out the waters over the mountains, and to make to spring up that which groweth upon the hills, and the grain which shooteth upon the earth, and he giveth increase by water and by land. God celestial, and God terrestrial, transfer themselves to the service of thy son Horus. 
and they follow him into his hall, where a decree is passed, that he shall be lord over them, and they perform it straightway. Thy heart rejoiceth, O Lord of the gods, thy heart rejoiceth greatly. Egypt and the red land are at peace, and they serve humbly under thy sovereign power. The temples are established upon their own lands, cities and gnomes, possess firmly the property which they have in their names, and we will make to thee the divine offerings which we are bound to make and offer sacrifices in thy name for ever. Acclamations are made in thy name, libations are poured out to thy car, sepulchral meals are brought unto thee by the coos who are in thy following, and water is sprinkled upon the offerings upon both sides of the souls of the dead in this land. Every design which hath been ordered for thee, according to his, that is, Ra's, commands in the beginning, hath been perfected. Now, therefore, O son of Nut, thou art diademed, as neb Ev the chair is diademed at his rising. Thou livest, thou art established, thou renewest thy youth, and thou art true and perfect. Thy father, Ra, maketh strong thy members, and the company of the gods make acclamations unto thee. The goddess Isis is with thee, and she never leaveth thee. Thou art not overthrown by thine enemies. The lords of all lands praise thy beauties, even as they praise Ra when he riseth at the beginning of each day. Thou risest up like an exalted one upon thy standard. Thy beauties exalt the face of man and make long his stride. I have given unto thee the sovereignty of thy father Seb and the goddess Mut, thy mother, who gave birth to the gods, brought thee forth as the firstborn of five gods, and created thy beauties, and fashioned thy members. Thou art established as king, the white crown is upon thy head, and thou hast grasped in thy hands the crook and the whip. Whilst thou wert in the womb, and hadst not as yet come forth therefrom upon the earth, thou wert crowned lord of the two lands and the Atef crown of Ra was upon thy brow. The gods come unto thee, bowing low to the ground, and they hold thee in fear. They retreat and depart when they see thee with the terror of Ra, and the victory of thy majesty is in their hearts. Life is with thee, and offerings of meat and drink follow thee, and that which is thy due is offered up before thy face. Grant thou that I may follow in the train of thy majesty, even as I did upon earth. Let my soul be called into the presence, and let it be found by the side of the lords of right and truth. I have come into the city of God, 
the region which existed in primeval time, with my soul, and with my double, and with my coo, to dwell in this land. The God thereof is the Lord of right and truth. He is the Lord of the chaffow food of the gods, and he is most holy. His land draweth unto itself every other land. The south cometh sailing down the river thereto, and the north steered thither by winds, cometh daily to make festival therein, according to the command of the god thereof, who is the lord of peace therein. And doth he not say, The happiness thereof is a care unto me? The god who dwelleth therein worketh right and truth, and to him that doeth these things he giveth old age, and to him that followeth after them rank and honour, and at length he attaineth unto a happy funeral and burial in Tartashet. I have come unto thee, and my hands hold right and truth, and my heart hath no crafty wickedness therein. I offer up before thee that which is thy due, and I know that whereon thou livest. I have not committed any sin in the land, and I have defrauded no man of that which is his. I am Thoth, the perfect scribe, whose hands are pure. I am the Lord of purity, the destroyer of evil, the scribe of right and truth, and that which I abominate is sin. Behold me, for I am the writing reed of the god Nebertchach, the lord of laws, who giveth forth the word of wisdom and understanding, and whose speech hath dominion over the two lands. I am Thoth, the lord of right and truth, who maketh the feeble one to gain the victory, and who avengeth the wretched and the oppressed on him that wrongeth him. I have scattered the darkness, I have driven away the storm, and I have brought the wind to Unnefer, the beautiful breeze of the north wind, even as it came forth from the womb of his mother. I have caused him to enter into the hidden abode to vivify the heart of the still heart, Unnefer, the son of Nut, Horus, triumphant. Chapter 184 From the Papyrus of Ua Vignette The deceased standing upright before Osiris, who wears the Atep crown, and holds in his hands the whip and crook, emblems of sovereignty and dominion. Text The chapter of being nigh unto Osiris the Osiris Uar, the overseer of the estates of Amen, triumphant, saith. Chapter 185 From the Papyrus of Sutim Vignette Osiris, at the head of Abtu, the great god, prince of eternity and governor of Amentet, enthroned within a shrine. He holds in his hands the whip and crook, emblems of sovereignty and dominion, 
before him, with hands raised in adoration, stand the deceased and his wife, Hent Netaru, the lady of the house, the singing woman of Amen, triumphant. Text The giving of praises unto Osiris, and paying homage unto the Lord of Eternity, and propitiating the God in his wealth, and declaring the right and truth, the Lord of which is unknown. The Osiris Sutim, the libationer and president of the altar-chamber in the Acts, the president of the scribes of the temple of Amen Triumphant, saith, Homage to thee, O thou holy God, thou mighty and beneficent being, thou prince of eternity, who dwellest in thy abode in the sectet boat, thou whose risings are manifold in the atet boat, to thee are praises rendered in heaven and upon earth. Peoples and nations exalt thee, and the majesty of the terror of him is in the hearts of men and coos and the dead. Thy soul is in Tetet Mendes, and the terror of thee is in Sutanhenen. Thou settest the visible emblems of thyself in Anu, and the greatness of thy transformations in the double place of purification. I have come unto thee, and my heart hath right and truth therein, and there is neither craft nor guile in my breast. Grant thou that I may have my being among the living, and that I may sail down and up the river among those who are in thy following. Chapter 186 From the Papyrus of Ani Vignette The goddess Hathor, in the form of a hippopotamus, wearing upon her head a disc and horns. In her right hand she holds an unidentified object, and in her left the emblem of life. Before her are offerings, and behind her the cow Meurit, who may be identified with Hathor, looks forth from the funeral mountain. At the foot of the mountain is the tomb, and in the foreground grows a group of flowering plants. Text Hathor Lady of Amentet, Mighty Dweller in the Funeral Mountain, Lady of Tartachesat, Daughter or Eye of Ra, Dweller before him, Beautiful of face in the boat of millions of years, The habitation or seat of peace, Creator of law in the boat of the favoured ones. In the versions of this chapter given by Neville, the deceased, sometimes accompanied by his wife, is seen standing in adoration before the hippopotamus and cow goddesses. The texts which occupy the upper portions of the scenes are longer than that given in the papyrus of Ani, a part of which is manifestly corrupt, and though all of them are more or less fragmentary, we learn from them that this chapter is entitled The Praise of Hathor, the mistress of Amentet, and the paying of homage to Me Urit. 
after reciting the titles of Hathor, the deceased describes his devotion to the gods, and the works which he did for them, whilst he was upon earth, and having stated that he is innocent of offence, he entreats the goddess that he may have his existence among her divine followers, and that suitable offerings of all kinds may be made unto him in Amentet. Chapter 187 From the Papyrus of Nu Vignette This chapter is without a vignette in the Papyrus of Nu. Text The chapter of entering in unto the company of the gods. The overseer of the palace, the chancellor-in-chief, Nu, triumphant, said, Homage to you, O company of the gods of Ra, I have come before you, I am in the following of Ra, I have made my way, and I have passed in among you. Let not my hand be repulsed in whatsoever I do this day. Chapter 188 From the Papyrus of Nu Vignette This chapter is without a vignette in the Papyrus of Nu. Tag the chapter of the going in of the soul, to build an abode, and to come forth by day in human form. The overseer of the palace, the chancellor-in-chief, Nu, triumphant, the son of the overseer of the palace, Amen Hetep, triumphant, saith, Come in peace, thou hast a coup, enter thou in peace, into the divine Uchat, behold thou hast a coup, together with a soul, bar, and a shade, carbet, to look thereupon. May it behold me, when I am judged, in whatever place it may be, with my attributes, and with my form, and with my faculties of mind, and with all my attributes ordered and perfect, even as a soul which is provided with all things, and is divine. May I shine like Ra in his divine splendour, in the temple of and May my soul and my shade come to me upon their legs, from the place where I am judged, and behold me. May I stand up and sit down, and enter into the house of his body, which, behold, hath become one of the starry gods of Osiris, who travel by day and journey by night, and celebrate the festivals. Chapter 189 from the Papyrus of Nu. This chapter is without a vignette in the Papyrus of Nu. Text. The chapter of not letting a man perform a journey being hungry, and of not letting him eat filth. The overseer of the palace, the chancellor-in-chief Nu, triumphant, the son of the overseer of the palace, Amen Hetep, triumphant, saith, the things which are an abomination unto me, the things which are an abomination unto me, I will not eat. What I abominate is filth, and I will not eat thereof, in the place of the sepulchral cakes which are offered unto the cars. Let me be not thrown down upon it, let it not light upon my body, let it not enter into my fingers, and let it not join itself unto my toes. Thou shalt live then upon that which the gods and the Khus decree for me in this place, and upon that which is brought unto thee there. 
let me live upon the seven cakes which shall be brought unto me, four cakes before Horus, and three cakes before Thoth. The gods and the Khus shall say unto me, What manner of food wouldst thou have given unto thee? And I reply, Let me eat my food beneath the sycamore tree of the goddess Hathor, and let my times be among the divine beings who have alighted thereon. Let me have the power to order my own fields in Tatu, and my own growing crops in Anu. Let me live upon bread made of white barley, and let my beer be made from red grain, and may the persons of my father and mother be given unto me as guardians of my door, and for the ordering of the divine territory. Let me be sound and strong, let me have a large room, let me make a way, let me have my seat wherever I please, like a living soul, and let me never be kept in restraint by mine enemy. That which is an abomination unto me is filth, and I will not eat thereof. Let me never pass over filth and offal in Anu, but let it depart from me. I am the bull who ordereth his habitation. I fly like the mighty one, I cackle like the smen goose, and I alight upon the beautiful sycamore which standeth in the lake of Akeb. I come forth, and I alight upon it. He who alighteth there in the form of the great god shall not be driven away therefrom. The things which I abominate I will not eat. The things which I abominate, the things which I abominate are filth and offal, and I will not eat thereof. The things which are an abomination unto my car are filth and offal. They shall never enter into my body, they shall never come into my hands, and I will never tread upon them with my sandals. Oh, send ye not forth against me foul water, harm ye not me with the rod, give ye not unto me, snatch ye me not away from the edge of your deep cisterns, and let me not depart from you being overthrown. The divine Alchemo beings of the god Penheseb shall say unto me, Upon what wilt thou live in this land, whither thou art going, and wherein thou wouldst be glorious? And I reply, I will live upon the cakes made of black grain, and upon ale made of white grain, and upon four cakes in Saketetep, which is more than the food of any or every god. Moreover, I have four loaves of bread during the course of each and every day, besides four loaves in Anu, which is more than the food of any and every god. And the divine Alchemu beings of the god Penheseb shall say unto me, What hast thou brought to eat in that holy furrow, on that day when I receive my offerings with anti-unguent? And I reply, I will not eat thereof, it shall not come into my hands, and I will not tread thereon with my sandals and the divine Alchemu, beings of the god Penhezeb, shall say unto me, Upon what wilt thou live in this land, whither thou art going, and wherein thou wouldst be glorious? And I reply, I will live upon the seven cakes which shall be brought, four in the temple of Horus, and three in the temple of Thoth. And the divine Alchemu, beings of the god Penhezeb, shall say unto me, who then shall bring them unto thee? And I reply, The divine associate 
of the temples of the Erhechati goddess of Anu. And they say, Where wilt thou eat them? And I reply, Beneath the beams of the beautiful ark to which hymns are sung as it is borne along, thither shall I be taken. And the divine Archemu beings of the god Penhezeb shall say unto me, Wouldst thou live then upon the things which belong to another every day? And I reply, I will myself plough the fields of my estate in Saket Haru. And the divine Hakemu beings of the god Penhezeb shall say unto me, Who will protect them for thee? And I reply, The two divine daughters of the divine king of the north, besides those who belong to them. And the divine Hakemu beings of the god Penhezeb shall say unto me, Who will plough them for thee? And I reply, The divine chiefs who dwell among the gods of heaven and the gods of earth, the treading down of the earth shall be done for me by the cow goddess Hapiu, who dwelleth in the city of Sao, and the harvest shall be reaped for me by Suti, the lord of heaven and of earth. Hail, ye who turn back the blossoms upon yourselves, ye whose transgressions are done away with, whose faces are holy. Behold, I am with the divine beings of Set at the mountain of Bacau, and I sit down along with the spiritual bodies who are perfect, on the side of the lake of Osiris to rejoice my heart. Shall not I make the overseer of the palace, the chancellor-in-chief, new, triumphant, to know life? Chapter 190 From the Papyrus of Nu Vignette This chapter is without a vignette in the Papyrus of Nu. Text the book of making perfect the coup within Ra, of making him to gain the mastery before Tem, of magnifying him before Osiris, of making him to be powerful before the governor of Amentet, and of causing him to be mighty before the company of the gods. Rubric This book shall be recited on the first day of the month, on the festival of the sixth on the festival of Uak, on the festival of Thoth, on the birthday of Osiris, on the festival of Sekri, and on the festival of the night of Hakeb. It will enable a man to pass through the hidden places of the Tuat, and to penetrate the secret habitations of Nitekert, to break through mountains, and to open up a way through the secret valleys which are unknown, this chapter shall preserve or embalm the coup. It shall make broad his steps. It shall give him power to walk. It shall destroy the deafness of his face, and it shall enable him to make a way for his face with the god. When thou recitest this chapter, thou shalt not let any man whatsoever see thee, except him that is indeed dear to thy heart, and the priest who readeth the service, Ker Hebe, thou shalt not let any other person see thee, and no servant shall come outside the chamber wherein thou art. Thou shalt recite this chapter inside a chamber, lined with cloth, decorated, literally shot, with stars throughout. The soul of every coup, that is, the deceased, for whom this book hath been recited, 
shall come forth among the living he himself shall come forth by day and he shall gain the mastery among the gods and shall not be repulsed by them and these gods shall revolve round about him and they shall acknowledge literally recognize him and indeed he shall be as the divine one among them and he shall make thee to know the transformations which shall come to him in the light this book is indeed a very great mystery and thou shalt never allow those who dwell in the papyrus swamps of the delta that is ignorant folk or any person whatsoever to see it End of chapter 45 End of the Book of the Dead Translated by E. A. Wallace Budd